Greetings ladies and gentlemen. Today I'm happy to say we continue our journey with Jesus and we're about to enter the rich and rewarding, revealing and refreshing read that is the book of Ruth. Yes fellow follower, Ruth may be a short volume but she now speaks volumes to us. She already knows the ropes and connects the divine dots using living stories to tell eternal truths and implied throughout is the quiet and tangible presence of God. Ruth back then was a fine friend and companion, and today the book of Ruth is the same. Themes of redemption and regeneration are hung upon life's gladdest and saddest moments, from the betrayal of friendship, the devastation of loss, to the maintaining of hope. All are wonderfully woven together, telling of a God who is within reach of all, sweetly echoing the gospel call. So into this beautiful, delightful drama we are drawn, and we find ourselves back in the days when the judges ruled. Though the land had rest, it did not have plenty, and the famine spoke of spiritual failure. It seems that in this scenario of wanton waste was way too much for our featured family, and they uproot for greener grass. Moving house and home is never easy, and maybe it took more out of a man than he knew, because before he knew it, his part in the story is over, and his wife is left a widow. Things go from bad to worse for this poor woman, and in Moab, where she had gone to stay, her married sons next pass away. From greener grass to death and domestic disaster. The changing fortunes of a single family rock and shock the reader, and we are left wondering if the women will make it out alive. With both mortal men and the story laid out before us, we can most definitely say the storyteller has given us our money's worth. But with the breadwinners gone, life looks bleak. And with the widows grieving, they decide it better be time for leaving. Sharing sorrow, they speak to one another. And Naomi, full of feeling, full of facts, tells the young widows the worst. Encourage them to escape the emptiness of her future. Truly, when her sons had died, God's plans had her mystified. So sisters separate. Yet Ruth remains calm and confident and claims Christ for her own. Hoping to find rest and with nothing to keep them, they keep going until Bethlehem and the barley fields are brought back into view. As they find themselves back in town, so they become the talk of it. And we are told of Boaz who has been busy. From buying and building to ploughing and planting. It seems that this distant relative of Naomi's late husband knows a thing or two about hard work under the hot sun. Into the cut and thrust of everyday life we are pushed and we find Ruth pulling on a, the grain of his distant relative. Diligent all day long, Ruth remains ready and willing, willing and waiting. Working with what others had left behind. Teaching that sometimes taking shortcuts is not the quickest way to move ahead. Naomi, meanwhile, has a plan of a midnight meeting that places Ruth at risk of rebuff and rejection. It seems that even back then, love was a risky business. But it seems the risk was worth it because Ruth leaves not only with a bunch of barley but with Boaz, promising to perform his rights to redeem his family. Well, we all know that in life and in love nothing ever runs smoothly. And even though Ruth is a catch, we find out there is a catch in the situation. It is revealed that another random rival to Boaz has an even closer tie to Ruth and he will have to cut all strings for this plan to progress. So Boaz sets out to let this rival know about his pact and pledge of redemptive rescue. And who doesn't love a good bargain, eh?
Well, for this man, it seems that a good estate and a good wife aren't on the menu. Maybe sometimes good things aren't as attractive as we may think. The bloke bows out and Boaz leaps in, sealing the deal by swapping sandals. Who needs a signature, right? All the elders nod in agreement. The deal is done and the bride is won. No longer is Naomi puzzled and perplexed when she realises that God has given her a grandson. And as they embrace each other, so we embrace the end of this book. The next time we meet like this, we shall bring the first book of Samuel under surveillance. But until then, Ruth is a book that is both complex and enriching, interesting and satisfying. It throws caution to the wind and tells us that neither rules, regulations or religion can achieve redemption. Only a relationship with God can do that. Ruth cultivates and cares, empowers and informs. She was devoted to her family, delighted in her work, diligent in her labour, but most of all, dependent upon God. Through symbolism and imagery, emptiness and fullness, Ruth unfolds a lovely tale of teaching about God's saving grace. Ruth knows there is room enough for everyone in Christ and tells us about a life worth living, a God worth knowing. But beyond all of this, Ruth gives us room to draw our own conclusions. In a world full of rules, regulations and religion, the God who called Ruth is the same God who now calls us. The only question is, will we answer? The answer? Well, I'll leave it up to you. <laughs>